This is the Our Monkeys My Circus podcast. Yeah, that's what it's called. What do you think? Eh. All right, so we haven't talked in a month. What have you been up to last since Thanksgiving? Beating you out of your pants in Uno Attack. <laughs> that, that actually isn't far off. So uh, Uno Attack we got for Christmas and... You know how to play the original Uno, which is what I played growing up. And Uno Attack is like the original Uno. It's like what happens when you and your brother eat sugar <laughs> after 8 p.m. That's Uno Attack. So for old people who know Uno, you just play like you have to draw fours and to draw twos. What else do you have in the original Uno? Reverses, skips. Yeah. Why don't you explain Uno Attack in your words? Uno Attack is the awesomest game in the world. And if... There's a times two wild card, which means you get to choose a player to shoot two times. With well, the, explain what, how do you shoot a player because you can't do that in the original Uno. There's this big sort of um, launcher thing, and you press a button, and then it shoots out at least three cards at someone, and you have to press it two times. That's right, when you get that particular card. And sometimes it actually won't even shoot out any cards at all, so you never really know what you're going to get. And in fact, one hand that we were playing, you hit me with a times two card on five straight occasions, and I counted up 23 cards that I had accumulated in the span. So yeah, Uno Attack is crazy, but it's sort of, it's a lot more fun, I think, than regular Uno. Anyway, so the reason we are playing Uno Attack is because we got that for Christmas, and it was a huge hit, even if it wasn't necessarily on Christmas Day. You also liked Monopoly. We got the children's version of Monopoly. Which I must say is heavily geared towards kids, and that I don't mean that in the sense that it makes it easy for kids to understand, but the rules are set up as such where kids almost certainly are going to win, and that hardly teaches them life lessons. I think about what it means to be an adult and losing money on a regular basis. So, but whatever you like, Monopoly too, right? Yep. What's your favorite spot to land on and buy? Boardwalk, because that's on one of the cards, and you have to advance and pay five dollars. Right, it's five dollars instead of I don't remember what it was in the original, maybe five hundred or thousand. But uh, yeah, so you, your little daddy war bucks in that game too. But I think you like Uno better. Uh, yeah, a little bit better. I like Uno a lot better, just because it's not. In fact, I had to switch up the monopoly rules where old people went first, just so I had a chance. And I think I still lost that game too. So I'm done. yeah, you did. I'm done really badly. <laughs> Thank you. I'm done. I'm done with monopoly. But Uno, I like. We got that for Christmas. But Christmas Eve was fun because we had all our family over and we had friends over. And the good thing for you guys, you and your brother, is that you get to open presents from like uh, your family, your aunt, uncle. They bring over on, on Christmas Eve. And you got, what'd you get? You got like the glow Legos. What are they called? Uh, laser pegs or something? Yeah, laser pegs. Exactly right. And I got the giant Moro dragon set. Which is a, a Ninjago thing, which you are familiar with if you've listened to any of our other podcasts. And uh, it's, how many pieces do you remember? Mm, I think... 642. Is that right? Yeah, I think anyway, so. Anyway, it took you two hours to put it together? Uh, No, one and a half. Okay. And it was pretty intense and very elaborate and, and very awesome looking. You did a great job with that. The bad news is that your brother, who was four, was not super pumped about the toys you got because he didn't get them. And in his words, he always wanted them, even though he didn't tell that to either Santa Claus, me or your mom or anyone else on the planet. <laughs> but he had a meltdown on Christmas Eve. <laughs> crying about things that he didn't get even though he got let's see 
he got some pajamas, which I can understand why he might cry about that <laughs> because <laughs> when, when your brother's getting Legos and you're getting pajamas and you're the youngest, I could see why you might be upset. But he also got like those little like suction cup things you could put together and make different shapes. And uh, he liked them until he found out that you got the laser peg and then that all bets were off. He cried again. He had calmed down. And after the meltdown number one, then saw that you got the laser pegs had meltdown number two. But by the next morning, well, a couple of things. By the next morning, he was super happy because of all the presents you guys got. What was your favorite present from Christmas? Um, probably, probably if it was from Santa, I would say his go-go's he got me. And if it was from Pop, I would say the Moro Dragon. Pop is your is your granddad. It's um. Your mom's dad. Yeah, the motor dragon was cool. And you got, oh, you also got a, what's that guy's name with the forearms from Star Wars? General Grievous. I got a huge bionicle got one. a bionicle of that. Uh, your brother asked for a Darth Vader bionicle. He got one of those and made uh, made his mom put together. She did a great job with that, so high five to her. How long did the uh, Grievous take to put together? Uh, I didn't time myself. Longer or less time than the Moro dragon? Probably exactly the same. But- oh, so... Even though you didn't time yourself, you knew it was exactly 90 minutes. Interesting. No, I didn't. So, yeah, you guys had a great Christmas. You got bow and arrows that go, uh, according to the box, 145 feet. I th- th- We actually tried them out. They were really cool. I thought it was particularly interesting that you decided to point the arrow. Okay, r- I get it. <laughs> okay, you tell the story. What happened? I'm not telling it. Uh, I came outside to, to see what you were doing with your... Um, bow and arrow and help your brother line up his because he's not strong enough to do it by himself and you'd already lost it the arrow and I was like how in God's name did you lose it he goes well I, you said I pointed it right into the woods no I didn't it disappeared <laughs> I said what did you think was going to happen when you shot an arrow into the woods and you said I didn't think that far in advance so we spent 15 minutes looking for it this actually has a happy ending how did we find it Gabe sniffed it out who's Gabe our dog so after 15 minutes of looking and knowing that we weren't going to find it, uh, we had an extra, we had a few extra arrows lying around. So I uh, called our yellow lab over and I don't think he's ever found anything before with his nose, probably in the six years he's been alive. But I've watched enough, te- watched enough television to know that you always should give it a try. So I let him sniff one of the arrows that we had with us. And how long did it take him to find it, do you think? Probably... Two or three minutes. Two or three minutes is what I would say. He. Oh, by the way, the reason you watch, the reason you knew to do that because of all the television is because you spend 99.9% of your time watching TV. Like what? What do I watch? Football, documentaries. Football. I was hoping you were going to say that because there's a lot of instances in watching football where you learn about dogs learning how to smell things. <laughs> Great call on that. <laughs> but anyway, Gabe, our dog, found it and it was probably... That indeed was a Christmas miracle because there would be a better chance of a blind person driving <laughs> from here to the grocery store without having an accident than Gabe finally think So hats off to Gabe. You mentioned football. We should talk briefly some football news because I know you're, you're dying to talk about this. The Steelers lost last week to the Ravens in a very important game. Uh, how much of that game did you watch? Uh, 0.0%. <laughs> this is correct. So now the bad news... Not Although I did hear you yelling like a maniac. What did you hear me yelling? <laughs> you didn't hear that. Yes, I did. Yeah, you very well could have. I don't know which part. It could have been at any point during that game. It was a train wreck. So now the Steelers have to win their final game of the schedule to make the playoffs. And they have to hope that the team in front of them, the Jets, lose. Let me ask you this. So the Steelers play the Browns 
How do you like the Steelers' chances to win that game? I don't know who the Browns are. What do you think the score is going to be? 35-2-2. Who's going to win? The Browns. Oh, great. Okay, well, that's troubling. Uh, Johnny Manziel probably won't play either, so that's even more troubling. He has a concussion. You know what a concussion is? Uh, Some medical issue? Yeah, it's when you hit your head really hard, and it can cause problems down the road. So also, I guess it doesn't matter what happens with the Jets game if you think the Steelers are going to lose. Do you think the Jets are going to beat the Bills? I'm not sure because I don't watch any football. This is very true. Except 1%. What 1% is that? When I was like four years old and I had nothing else to do. I don't remember that day. I wish I was there for that. Yeah, you were. What did I say? Did I say, what are you doing here? Are you lost? (laughs) (laughs) No. You just kept watching. Oh, okay. Like you were a hypnotized chicken. (laughs) Hypnotized chicken. Some other football news. Chip Kelly got fired. What do you think about that? Who's Chip Kelly? (laughs) He was the head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles. And it was sort of surprising because he got fired on a Tuesday night before the last game, which is sort of weird. Usually they wait till the season's over before they fire their coach. But the man who owns a football team had seen enough and he he decided to fire Chip Kelly with only five days left in the season. Any thoughts on that? A really bad choice. Why? Because I doubt another coach is going to decide to take the job in the next five more seconds. Five days. But uh, yeah, that's actually not a bad point, uh, even though you can few seconds for days. But what will happen is they have the whole, they have another five or six months to figure out all that, and they have time to to hire a new coach if they want to. And the thing is, Chip Kelly probably won't have any trouble finding a new job, whether it's in college or the NFL, although it sounds like it's going to be the NFL. Okay, so that's what the NFL news. Thank you for indulging me, even though you somehow know less than you usually do. Uh, let's ha- let me ask you about this. Speaking of going back to Uno, real quick. So on a few nights ago, maybe the twenty seventh, which is Aunt Heather's birthday, we were over at some friend's house, and they had family over, and we had a really good time there. We were there probably till nine o'clock or so, and we got home. You wanted to finish our game of Uno attack, but I said it's too late. You and your brother have to go to bed. You got super angry, which was sort of funny, but you still went to bed. And I thought you were up there for the duration, but you were not because you were writing a letter that I'm now looking at. Do you remember the letter you wrote to me? Uh, Yes, I remember. It involved a lot of, yes, I am still angry at you. Yeah, you wrote a letter because I promise you you could finish playing Uno Attack before we left to go to the party. But I guess I wasn't clear that that didn't mean it late on a return if it, if it was too late, but uh, we would finish it the next day. You didn't. As usual, you take everything literally, so the fact that I said we would finish it meant to you that I would finish it, and you wrote in this letter, to Unfair Dad, and you drew a picture of me looking quite menacingly <laughs> as with an arrow pointing to me from Kai, who, yes, by the way, is still very mad at you, and then you started the sentence, Undear dad, as opposed to dear dad, I suppose. A promise is a promise, and just because it was a few minutes later than you, and then I think you just sort of got so angry you couldn't even finish your thought, and then you drew some pictures of me making the promise to you, and you were It was on the other side. Oh, you just randomly turned it over to the other side. (laughs) I know you were just afraid of losing. You still should play. It's funny you had time to play a 10-minute snowball fight, and that's a slight exaggeration. We got pretend fluffy snowballs for Christmas and I was firing them at Adrian for a few seconds and to be fair I do that every night before he goes to bed because it makes me feel better about myself <laughs> but not a one minute for an Uno game your steel mad son Kai then you drew a skull and crossbones <laughs> 
And you know what? Usually I would just laugh and you would get angry because I laughed at you, but I actually let you come downstairs. We finished the game quickly. Magically, you won another Christmas miracle and then you went to bed. So, lesson learned. I have to speak in specifics because you take everything literally. <laughs> so, what else is going on? Beating Adrian a lot in Go-Go's. You got some Go-Go's for Christmas. Uh, Christmas and so does your brother. And there's, I think we've talked about them. There's those little figures that you shoot back, at each, back and forth at each other. And... Adrian, does he like Go-Go's now? When he asked for them for Christmas, they were like the top thing on his list. And then he says he hate. and then when he got him, he says he hates Go-Go's and he never wants to play again. <laughs> like, because you beat him or just in general? Just because I beat him. Oh, well, I could see that. Did he say he hates them? Is that the word he used? No, but oh, okay. still. Okay. I guess I can't see him using that word. Worth pointing out, when he got upset on Christmas Eve, so upset, and I was saying to people in, at the party i really wouldn't worry about it because he will have forgotten about it by christmas which he did then the day after christmas pop comes over because he wants to go see star wars which was awesome because you and i got to go we didn't take adrian because at four he's a little young i think he doesn't like watching even the original star wars and empire strikes back so i didn't think he would be able to handle this probably a good call on our part but pop comes over and he brings more Legos for Adrian before we go to the uh, movies. The exact last thing Adrian needs. But anyway, so he got more Legos. It was a Chima, what was it, a dragon or something? Uh, it was a Chima. I don't watch Chima anymore, but I can still remember the stuff because that's like permanently in my brain. Um, yeah. So it was a Chima vulture plane. A vulture plane, right. So he built that. He and... Um, and your mom built that, and he seemed to be quite content doing that. So he, he made out quite handsomely, as did you. Uh, for Christmas, I got some Band-Aids, which was awesome. Yeah, they were like 99.9 times the size of regular Band-Aids. <laughs> they were old man Band-Aids, correct. And uh, yeah, so my Christmas was probably more exciting than yours. What else? Oh, so you are also, you're playing basketball. And how's that going? Pretty good. I will say this. Uh, we went to one practice recently, and your coach showed up. Your coach is awesome, by the way. Coach Drew, I think his name is. He's very good with you guys. He knows a lot about basketball, which isn't necessarily important at this point, but he's teaching you guys plays, how to set picks, uh, how to run a little offense. But he showed up at practice the other day, and do you remember what he was wearing? A baby. A baby. <laughs> he had a baby Bjorn on, which you used to be in and your brother both separately. And he was coaching you guys, and that baby, I don't know, maybe six, seven, seven months old, maybe younger than that, that baby was paying more attention than virtually anyone at the, at the gym. I was impressed. And I think that baby, baby was actually coaching you, wasn't it? Not really. I saw pointing at you, telling you to do something. Did you do it? No. But that was awesome. That he, This guy is so committed that he uh, doesn't even wait for the babysitter. He just puts the baby on, straps, straps it on, and goes to work. But yeah, so basketball, I think it's going to be really good. You played a few years ago, but you didn't play last year. But um, you liked it, right? Yeah. Even though you had never played before. Do you like basketball better than soccer? I think I'd say they're both really good. Okay, well, good. So uh, anything else going on? What books did you get? Ooh, I got the Arch2D2's Guide to Folding and Doodling, which is an Origami Yoda book. You've suddenly gotten into origami, haven't you? Yeah. In fact... Uh, I'll put this up on the website, ourmonkeysmycircus.com, your instructions. And this is actually was part of, this is my Christmas stocking, how to fold a Kylo Ren origami written by you. And I'll put that up for anyone who wants to do it. They want to learn. Yeah. 
I worked on it for a pretty long time. How did you get into origami? I read the origami Yoda book, and there were instructions in the back of almost every one, so I just... Do you follow the instructions, or do you just do it your own way? I usually follow the instructions first, and then I make up my own. Yeah, these are pretty solid, so I'll put that on the website for anyone interested in learning that. Kylo Ren is actually a character in the new Star Wars, but you've really been into origami, so uh, the upside is you're, you're sort of doing that, using that side of your brain. The downside is that there's paper literally all over... But yeah, so the origami's going well. You got the R2-D2 book. You also got another... Um, not Diary ca- of a Wimpy oh, Kid. Oh, yeah. How's that book? Awesome. I finished it. All right. Also, um, and we, I just mentioned in, in passing, and I mentioned in passing for a reason, but we saw Star Wars. And just tell me whether you liked it or not. I didn't like it at all. I loved it. <laughs> okay. So listen, here's what we'll do. Uh, our next podcast, which we'll put out in a couple days, will talk about the Star Wars movie, The Force Awakens, because you and I and your grandfather Pop saw it, and I think it's fair to say we all loved it. In fact, Pop had already seen it, so he this was the second viewing. We saw it at the IMAX, and I don't think there was anything bad about it, but I just want to say, if people want to hear about the Star Wars movie, and you have seen it, you should listen to the next podcast for sure. If you have not seen it, I would skip the next podcast because it will be filled with spoilers. So yeah, don't listen to it until after you see the movie, then come back and we can talk about it. Or unless you're never going to see the movie. <laughs> or be- even better. If you're never going to see it, just listen to the podcast. You'll see what you're going to miss. How's that sound? Uh-huh. All right. Well, we'll be back in a few days. <laughs> <laughs>